Welcome to the Sorcerer and Magician Podcast. Greetings from the Magician. Greetings from the Sorcerer. An esoteric podcast of... Uh, what's esoteric mean? Hi. Hi. How we doing? Doing alright? It's been... <laughs> it's been a time. while. Time has passed. Time has passed indeed. As time passes... Things get done. And some things go undone. Speaking of undone projects, what are we working on? We're working on the 14-part series of the Minor Arcana. Indeed. And we are... We're in the final stretches. We are Indeed. And that stretch has led us, undoubtedly, to one point, which is... The princes. Uh, the knights. The princes. The knights. Yeah, the knights of the... Minor, Minor Arcana. Arcana. Here we are. It took two tries to get you to come over to the side of the knights. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But understandable. When you have the morning and the afternoon. And the night. And the night. So I mean, evening is it's that mm, in between. True. Cool. Well, on that note, bye. Oh yes. So indeed, welcome back, dear listeners. Yeah, we're here. We are still here in the pits of hell. It's hot. It's hot. It is hot. The pits of hell air conditioner is working overtime. <laughs> What's well, going? Thank you, old friend. And, yeah, without further ado, we got pieces of paper here. We do. We do. They literally control the universe. Well, they represent it in wonderful ways. And those representations occur to us in pictorial and other forms. (laughs) All symbolic. All symbolic and symbolism prior to the abounding of such symbolism, shall we describe it? Indeed. Indeed. I'll start over here with the Golden Universal Tarot. A gussied up Rider White with lots of gold all over the place. I have a knight. He is on a horse. He's on a horse. And yeah, it's a nice chestnut horse with kind of yellow regalia with looks like lizards or salamanders on them. Nice touch. Mm -hmm. And a three-leaved thing as well. He's just holding a... Holding a wand aloft and riding through what looks to be the desert. As we look in the tarot of the new tarot of the new vision, aka the opposite point of view of that, we see the back of said knight. Um, lizards, or should I say salamanders, mm. far more pronounced on this uh, regalia. Uh, it's symbol three leafed kind of pattern on the horse, and the the horse is kind of galloping. And like bucking back. And in the background of this image, in other words, in front of the knight, are a group of what look kind of like desert dwelling traders who have a couple camels. They are walking single file to hide their numbers. <laughs> yes, yes. They certainly are. I do not see a single gaffy stick, but maybe we'll find such a gaffy stick <laughs> in your delicious descriptions. Well, all right, starting with the Thoth deck, we have... <clears throat> He's got a gaffy stick. He has a wonderful staff, representing the one. So we have the Prince of Wands in the uh, Thoth deck. Purple he, rain? 
It's lots of orange, lots of red. Orange rain. It's beautiful. He has kind of what looks like, well, okay. It's a dude (laughs) sitting in uh, the Thunderbolt Asana. Uh, Come again? Thunderbolt Asana. It's a posture. You'll get posture. We'll get into that a little later. But anyway, some dude sitting on a chariot, not riding a horse. Mm. All of the Thothdag cards, they are riding a chariot. Yeah, I'm riding mundane horses. Which is cool. Shucks. Anyway, this guy's got a chariot. Uh, It's flaming. Um, He's got a lion looking straight at the the, the viewer. Uh, He's holding the rein in an outstretched arm, but it's just kind of wrapped around his wrist Mm. on his left hand. In his right hand, he's holding a staff. He has a very resplendent, um, almost like a share crown. Like, yeah, see, yeah, 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 kind of headdress. Big ass headdress of flame and point. Um, very. His eyes are the only ones that are open and looking straight at the, the interpreter. That is true. Um, he also has the big mark of the beast on his chest. Mm. And, uh, wow, basically, I was a fire when uh, when. when from He-Man when She-Ra kind of points, pulls out her, her wings yeah. or whatever. It's kind of got that going on in the background. It's pretty epic. It's cool. Dynamic. Um, but yeah, a chariot being pulled by a lion. Moving down into the Terror of the Sephiroth, I have a very Spartan-looking individual with a hexagram on his crown and a kind of Spartan-Trojan-esque helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has two clubs. Ooga booga. Uh, one in each hand. Uh, one pointing upward, one pointing downward. The pointing upward one has green flames with little yodes. And green a symbol, flame! A little symbol of cancer. And then the one pointing downward is the symbol of Leo. Mm. Moving down into the golden tarot, I have the Knight of Wands. Uh, a knight holding a wand aloft, looking at it. He's wearing very green, uh, very kind of autumn-like feel. Mm. And he's riding a horse. And the horse looks like it's ready to go. It is. So we have a selection of knights and princes, mm-hmm. uh, as was mentioned in the previous podcast, the previous cast, about the pages slash princesses. Mm-hmm. Um, there are multiple, or knaves, mm-hmm. uh, there are multiple names for these cards depending on what deck you look at. Uh, I myself, the Red Magician, will primarily be using the term knight. I, the sorcerer, probably mainly using the term prince. They are going to be equally interchangeable in the small realm of this cast. <laughs> and understanding of us. Yes. Yes. Speaking of which, I should jump back a little bit. We are, as with the princesses and or pages, uh, pages. we were in what sphere of the Tree of Life? We were in... Indeed, like the tens. We were in the tenth sphere of Malkut. Now we have moved up to the... We are in Gibra and Tipereth? We are in Tipereth. Tipereth, not Gibra. There's a bit of a martial quality, I can see that, sure. But no, we are in Tipereth. 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 We are in Tipereth with the princes, the princes of the Minor Arcana. Yeah, as well as the sixes. The sixes also live in Tipereth. Yes. So does the sun. Mm-hmm. The nail of heaven. So if you do see this wonderful... I take the tarot of the Sephiroth and I oh, put them together. Oh my gosh. They, we are in Megazord territory. We do form... The sun! We do form the sun and we do form the sphere of Tipereth in between them. That is badass. Pretty cool, right? We would take a picture, but we cannot reveal our true forms. Not yet. 
Anyway, so let's let's move on to the cups and uh, continue with the pieces of paper that hold the secrets of the universe in front of us. Or shall we talk about the wands and then do such a thing? Hmm. We'll just do a quick chuck through. Well, we'll talk to the wands. All right. All right. So, same as that. So, the wands and the knights, in general, from my countless hours of research, painstaking in the annals of the pits of hell, Mm -hmm. which is where a lot of our research takes place. Deep, deep within the bowels. Deep, deep. In general, the knights represent uh, youth, transition, struggle, conflict, kind of a, in my mind, a little bit of a coming-of-age card. True, true. Um, we do have that kind of elemental association, like I talked about, or like we, we talked about with the, the princesses or the, the pages. The pages, yeah. Of, we had Earth of something. Right. We broke down the aces. So now we've moved from Earth and we're working with... Wind and fire? We're working with, well, with the wands. Yes, we're working with fire. air. 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 is kind of an airy Swordy. Idea. Yes, we're working with the air of particular elements, and with the wands, we're in the air of fire. Air of fire. So, burning hot. Burning hot. Hot-blooded. Check Mm. it and see. Yes. Talking about fevers. So, with the Prince of Wands in the Thoth deck, they're kind of... Another title would be the Prince of the Chariot of Fire. Prince of the Chariot of Fire. Or the Prince and Emperor of the Salamanders. Hmm. And my salamander imagery mm-hmm. uh, has appeared on the regalia in, in these cards, which is cool. Yeah, there are elemental creatures associated with each of the elements, hence called an elemental creature. And with mm-hmm. fire, we have the salamanders. Yeah. And for those of you who play the holy game, a.k.a. Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. you know that salamanders don't fuck around. They do not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with the prince, we have, or with the, with the knight, we have this yeah. air of fire. We have this... this this young knave going mm. out. Uh, well, not knave. That was used for the pages. But right. This young lord, essentially. Yeah. Going out. And they are whipping the horse, and they are moving. Mm-hmm. Movement, as well as travel, departure, that kind of, like, quick action is something that comes up with the, the Knight of Wands. So yeah, the Knight of Wands, indeed. Uh, we have this idea of, I mean, it's kind of rather violent and hasty and ill-tempered. Yeah, hasty is for sure. We are working in this, uh, well, a time frame with these cards. Uh, one one association is it works with the, with the 20th degree of Cancer to the 20th degree of Leo. I know them well. So we're working in this time frame of about July 12th to the... 11th of August, and we happen to fall within that range. Oh my gosh. Goodness gracious, great balls of Prince Fire. So indeed. So we do have this, we do have a feeling character, one full of passion, one full of energy moving forward, that seed that was, we've talked about with any of our associations with fire. But also, got a mind about him. I kind of want to say something that like, this is the teenager of the... That's kind of, I think, where my coming-of-age idea came yeah, from. Yeah. Just, maybe I just am apl- applying it across the board for, without thinking, unthinkingly. But, yeah, the, the Knight of Wands seems to be, like, angsty. Yeah. Going through a tough time, mad at the world. No, you shut up! And then runs away. But I love him, Dad. <laughs> and, like, I know what I'm talking about. I know stuff. And, like, truly, truly does. But a lot of the th- how to apply that, yeah, and a lot of the things that the Prince of Wands knows is primarily from intuition 
and imagination and, and kind of not necessarily feeling, but it's it's not a cold hard fact, I don't think, in every case. Unless you have a different point of view. Well, I'd like to go through the rest of them before we make an analysis. Okay. I think Good with call. with with these cards, it'd be best to look at them as a whole. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that was a good rundown. Let's move on to the cups. To the cups. So, looking at the cups in the Golden Universal Tarot, I have a knight wearing some nice shiny armor, riding a delicious white horse who has kind of like black uh, uh, barding on it, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, the knight himself in the tarot, uh, Universal Golden Universal has kind of like a little bit of a yellow cloth holding a cup aloft in the background. Beautiful uh, waterfall. Kind of a lake with a verdant area nearby. In the uh, Tower of the New Vision, same night, whereas he kind of had like red fluffy goodness in his hat before, now he has uh, wings atop his helmet and is holding a cup aloft and wearing on his person a kind of a bluish robe with watery flow and some some red fishies. Mm-hmm. And in the background of this picture, again, looking from the opposite side, uh, we have a maiden rinsing her hair in a nearby river. We also have what looks like a traveler or perhaps a friend or somebody met along the road. does look like a traveling merchant. Be like, yo! <laughs> He's got a bag at his side. Yeah. He's clearly laden. And, yeah, just with kind of, not kind of a satisfied smile on his face. Yeah. A little bit. That's what I'm looking at over here at the Cavalier de Copa. <laughs> How about over there? How are All your right. Cavalier de Copas? <laughs> they are copaing in the banner. <laughs> but looking at the Thoth deck, I have a very blue and very purpley looking... Purple ring! <laughs> ...knight sitting on a chariot. Um, he has a wonderful eagled headdress. Yeah, he does. Uh, he is holding a pot with a snake in it. And another, I think it looks like he's holding a giant lotus flower. Or lotus yeah, root, yeah, yeah. Pointing downward. Um, the pot that is holding the snake <laughs> wrapped around his wrist are the reins to the chariot of the beast carrying it. And it's an eagle, with a very stern-looking eagle, um, with a wonderful headdress itself, or a little, little skull cap protecting it. The uh, eagle. eagle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like uh, the villain from... Uh... That Zelda game in the oceans, oh, the Wind Waker. Nice. There was a villain who had uh, a cap like that. Indeed. Anyway. In the oceans, in the water. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Which is fun, because the perfected sign of Scorpio is an... Scorpion? Eagle. <laughs> Every time. Right. Every time. <laughs> like, oh. I knew that. I was just... Uh, me too. <laughs> t- testing the listener. Anyway, so the chariot's cool. It kind of looks like a, a shell. It looks like kind of a... Conchi. Uh, Atlantean yeah. riding forth. I mean, we, we have Aquaman here, essentially. And <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's dope. It's dope. It's no two dolphins in a string, though. That is also true. Um, anyway, it's pretty nice. It's very blue, very watery. Yeah, um, As it should be. With some rain. Mm. Moving down to the Terror of the Sephiroth. Again, I have a prince. Uh, he looks more... I still kind of got a Greek theme. Maybe Cretan, mm. but he's, he's hanging out in a river. Um, he's got more of a face mask on with a watery crown. It's like Norse factor. Oh, yeah. Better call. Good call. 
more Viking. He's got like a Mephistopheles like the uh, mustache and goatee, yeah, <laughs> goatee or something else. He's got a Mephistopheles thing going on. He He's, has a bosom. He does. He is ripped uh, like the rippling waves behind him. Mm. Um, he has two urns, one held aloft and one held in his other hand, with uh, zodiological symbols of Libra and mm. Scorpio, and water is spinning up or pouring down between them. Yeah, in in quite a way, like uh, temperance. Yep, more Aquaman vibes. <laughs> Jason Momoa would be proud. Mm. Anyway, uh, down to the golden tarot. I have. Yeah, he's uh, kind of like a, a, a like a more pasty Jason Momoa. Uh, yes, yes, with orange and red hair. Okay. So not Jason Momoa, but you know. Anyway, Jason Mayoa. <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Anyway, down to the tarot, <laughs> down to the golden tarot. I have my typical woodblock style mm. artwork, and I have a knight riding a horse. Uh, the horse looks more calm than the knight in the of, of wands. Mm. Uh, it's a white horse. Uh, dude sitting there. He's got some <laughs> green leggings and such. Uh, he's again holding a cup, but staring at it as frothing over. Mm. Um, with this, we're definitely in the air of water so it's just seltzer water and tansan sui all up in this and i love me some tansan sui mm-hmm. if you ask me and what is the first thing that you think of when we're talking about carbonated water obviously goodwill grace and the arrival at a place that you know is where you should be True, I have that idea. I also have the idea of like, ah, hydration and emotion, and then also, mmm, the burn of... Oh, that whiskey goes down so smooth. Oh, or the burn of the the carbonation. That that carbonic acid is also a little rough, so it could be... That might be a message. Yeah, it might be a message. It could be just this, this, this power of like, well, I'm thirsty, I need to hydrate myself, but also, oh, I'm... A little gassy now. <laughs> so there's this wisdom play and of you know, ill defined or if you get the strong Tansan Sui. Oh my. Very evil. <laughs> strong Tansan's good. I love it too. But it is merciless. It is merciless. And it takes deep introspection mm-hmm. to think about what you've done to yourself. Um, whereas my I am keep comparing i want to tell i want to tell the whole story well i think i want to go through this teenager idea so now we have the teenager who's like realized he can do stuff and now we're in our emo goth phase that's right it's time to (laughs) close ourselves in listen to the music you know you've come so far yep but not so far in the end we're not at the end yet no we're not and either way it doesn't even matter so now through the emo goth phase we're going to carry on with this dark metaphor and go into the cutting oh no Into the swords of the Knight of Swords. The Knight of S-Words on my side of the table, a.k.a. the Golden Universal Tarot. We have a gallant charger. Uh, Whereas previously the horse is kind of a little more low-key. Now we have like straight-up Roman Pegasus style. And we have the Knight of Swords. His arms are out, guns out, kind of wearing darker armor. Sword aloft, clearly mid-charge, just jumped over something, uh, wearing some nice regalia, charging in across what looks like be uh, kind of a barren landscape. Looking in the opposite direction of that, um, or sorry, yeah, looking in the opposite direction, the Tarot of the New Vision, 
Uh, again, the style of what the knights are wearing is a little different. I've tended to notice that the Tower of the New Vision includes a little bit more, uh, I would say, traditional symbology or Thoth-like symbology. Well, the symbolism there is really is really fun. I do I do like the different perspective of it. Yeah, and especially in the the background, we have a burninated thatched roof cottage <laughs> with knights wearing similar garb, kind of on the run and on the rob uh, in the background there. But he himself is wearing like a red coat, which looks like it has birds on it. The horse as well in like mid-leap. It also has kind of like a, some light barding with butterflies and birds on it. And in his helm is a feather, kind mm-hmm. of two red feathers, still in that charging pose. I have a charging knight holding a sword aloft. Swift. Swift indeed. Moving swiftly along. With the Thoth deck, I have, again, a charioted knight. Uh, he's very emerald. It looks like it's made of emerald or jade. Yeah, yeah, crystals and glass. Very, very green individual with lots of yellow. Um, in his right hand, he is holding a sword behind his head. Mm. Um, I like his cap. He's got, it's kind of like the Buddha hat. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit like the Buddha hat. Um, in his left hand, holding the reins of three, uh, perhaps fairy-like individuals, uh, three mm. three humanoids or with wings. Uh, pulling this chariot along, there's a lot of there's a uh, an octahedron in mm. the middle, kind of like a miniature him almost. Oh yeah, because with... he also has the two kind of glowing yellow things behind yeah. him. Lots of glowing yellow and lots of geometric shapes in the swords. Very very sharp angles, oh, as one would imagine. Um, but in in the left hand holding the reins, um, he is also holding a sickle. Really? Yes. Oh yes, he is sneaky. Yeah. Not just swords today. Yeah, holding a sickle. So, bladed weapons all around. Moving down to the Terror of the Severoth, I have a very swift-looking man. Uh, very, very Viking here, but yeah. more in the... Fabio sense. Sense, yeah. Like, this is a uh, romance novel level yeah. cover art. <laughs> it is. Um, but it he's, is. he's holding a sickle and a sword as well. Um, yeah. Sword aloft with a hexagram on it. Again, six for Tifereth and this kind of... The unity of God and the divine. Um, again, with a symbol of Capricorn on his helm and a symbol of Aquarius down by his feet. He is kind of riding on the wind as if they were waves, mm. which is cool. Yeah, that is neat. <clears throat> Twinkle toes. Twinkle toes, indeed. And then down to the Golden Tarot, I have my woodblock style things of a very yellow tunic, yellowed tunic. Um, jaundice <laughs> individual riding a horse again charging yep. much more in the air as the other horses Sasuga air of air yeah, holding his sword aloft this night I mean business means wow that was rude sorry means business and is going to fight you going to sword somebody mm-hmm. he's sorting in the air so yeah the knight of swords clearly we have someone charging in Weapons bared, born, bought, bo- baroque. <laughs> Hopefully not yet. Not yeah, true. And yeah, really going for it. Indeed. Um, as I mentioned before, we are in Capricorn and Aquarius. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't mention it with the the Prince of Cups podcast oh. ruined. We'll go back to it. Never. So, the Prince of Swords. We have the Prince of the Chariot of the Winds. The Prince and Emperor of the Sylphs. Hmm. 
I see, of sylphs. And are they associated with destroying, pillaging, and resisting and opposing? There is a bit of that element to it, but it is, again, air. So we do have the intellect and wit, and we are now in the air of air. It is just pure cutting. Yeah, it, and there's a lot of courage and bravery with this act. Ideas, very much thoughts and ideas, and observations. So we've moved from the... We're moving more into the intellectual now part here. Hmm. And this is the... Well, I definitely know stuff because I'm in the logic realm. But logic can only go so far in a sense that you got to get yourself hurt. Yeah, and to an extent, I mean, that logic and thinking is what informs the actions that you take. Mm-hmm. And whereas we... Where we're now in the lawful neutral territory. Lawful neutral. <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, I, I don't identify with lawful neutral. Unfortunately. Neither do I. Yes. Beware erratic actions. Moving to become more grounded. Our teenager is leaving his teenage years. That's right. After we, <laughs> we've fought our parents and have been threatened to be both kicked out and to both run away from home, <laughs> we realize, oh shit, I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to... The discs. The discs. The, the pentacles. pentacles. The pizzacles. The what you'd call them a and taking a look at my cards, tarot, uh, a universal golden, t- golden universal tarot, I have a knight sitting on a black horse wearing yeah. some armor. I do like the flaming uh, feather coming from the top of his helm. Yeah, all of the uh, golden universal knights, they all have the same like reddish, orange, yellowish kind mm-hmm. of f- flare thing coming out of their helmet. Um, but yeah, he's just chilling on his horse, holding a disc aloft, and he's overlooking beautifully sown fields. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at the opposite direction of that, uh, in the Tower of the New Vision, he has kind of a green, almost like broccoli-like headdress. His horse as well has a slight, you know, leafy kind of thing going on Yeah, in its uh, head. And in the background of this lovely Knight of Pentacles is a farmer working with an ox. Oh, that's something we'll definitely take a look at in the future. But yes, cool. Literally sowing seeds. I Um, like it. And patiently looking over them. How about your princes? So in the Thoth deck, I have a very... Dude's been out in the sun for a while. (laughs) Um... But I have a man sitting on a chariot, a very onyx-looking like chariot, uh, big heavy wheels. Uh, he has a staff, kind of looks like a, a hierophant's staff or a pope, not necessarily a hierophant's, but a pope's staff. He's got an mm-hmm. orb and a cross on the top of it. He has a wonderful helm with an ox on it. Mm. Um, and again, his chariot is being pulled by an ox. Uh, he is holding an orb in his other... Ooh, nice. Is that... An orb in his other hand. Um, oh, this is going to be rough. No, it's not. It's pretty good. Oh. But, yeah, very earthy tones. Oh, it's wonderful. So. Which is brutal. It's nice. Yeah, they both have the same tone, that kind of flesh tone, mm-hmm. and they're both very muscled. Yep. Tilling the earth, working the earth. Very practical, very material. Um, with the Prince of Discs, we are kind of working in the 20th degree of Aries to the 20th degree of Taurus. So, kind of the... Kind of harvest season, autumnal? 
probably or we're working more from like the 11th of April to oh, okay, okay. to the 10th of May. Oh. It's also known as the planting season. <laughs> well, also known as, you know, he's the prince of the chariot of, of earth, mm-hmm. um, the prince and emperor of the gnomes of the gnomes. Mm. So again, another elemental associated with earth genomes indeed moving down he's got a little biosphere in his hand yeah he does uh moving down to the terror sethroth i have a well a dude horned helm nice goatee fine goatee Ares emblazoned on his helm he's got a staff with the symbol of taurus he's also holding an orb he's holding the holy hand grenade the holy hand grenade with a pentagram on it oh yeah a green one on his, the holy hand grenade he's got a shield on his back yeah. and his belt has a hexagram he walks Stern. He walks on a path. Indeed. Moving down to the Golden Tarot, again the woodblock style, but a black horse. Horse looking back. Knight holding a disc aloft, staring at it. All of the knights in the tarot, uh, the Golden Tarot are looking at their elemental weapons, which is fun. I love it. Goal in hand. Mm. Alright, so now we are in the air of Earth. We've been so patient. Very, very, very material. We've endured so much. Mm-hmm. We've been responsible and loyal to the listener and to our uh, methods. <laughs> the, loyal, the loyal listener has been patient to us. <laughs> Thank you, listener. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the Knight of Pentacles, we have a point of peace, of growth, of kind of preparation. Uh, it's... Patience and endurance. I would say practicality. Practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, yeah, where the other things are not necessarily as practical have their merits, but this is purely, yeah, it's like preparation. We still have that youthfulness to all of this. I really liked that teenager metaphor. Metaphor. Or that coming of age idea. Yeah. And like, with with the bull here, we do have a creature that is, you know, a beast of burden. Maybe I'll walk the dog and get some money for my allowance. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> a, a beast of burden in the sense that like, it is temperate and calm and hard to anger, but when you have a mad bull, yeah, it's China shops beware. China shops beware. Exactly. It's kind of hardened, almost. Mm-hmm. Hardened from the all the experiences of the other knights, potentially. Um, but yeah, very thoughtful and... Almost wise. I would think so. I think we're going through our, I'm like 16, I'm 17, I'm 18, I'm in my, I'm becoming 20, I've gone through my freshman year of college, and I'm uh, not there yet, but I'm a little more refined. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can definitely see it. And the story, it really, it's, that's really awesome. So speaking of the story, the magician has been biting at the bit to... Have I? Yes. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been, after looking at these cards, I kind of had just an overall, uh, we've been telling a story with each set of the Minor Arcana, mm-hmm. um, because they all do work kind of in the set, and the, the yod hey vow hey Indeed. Uh, kind of pattern, and we can, we can make stories regardless what uh, order we put them in, but... Yeah, starting with the Knight of Wands, we have this passion and this fire. We have someone who's willing to take risks and tackle challenges with enthusiasm, and they rush headlong into it. And then once, so the departure. Mm -hmm. And with the Knight of Cups, we have the arrival. 
we arrive at the place that we went to still with passion still with fire but now all that passion energy has turned into introspection and maybe questions um, still enthusiasm and fresh ideas but now we are imagining and inspiring and looking for inspiration and uh, at this point um, usually uh, sometimes uh, always, never. Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> the Knight of Cups can be a messenger, mm. and maybe all that passion and fire that we had before is just a message that needs to be relayed. And when said message is relayed, or after the deep thinking and introspection happens, then we move into the Knight of Swords, which is now we have a purpose, now we have a cause that we can fight for, mm-hmm. and a lot of opposition and bravery but also potentially misfortune um while overbearing uh, perhaps good-natured and lots of conflicting ideas in the knight of swords and then either in conclusion or potentially um in aftermath or perhaps preparing for a siege we now have uh you know the pentacles Uh, You know, each card can have a more positive or negative meaning depending on how you look at it. But I think what the sorcerer said with being practical, practical action is true. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to try and clean up in the aftermath of a battle, then you have to clean up. You got to sow fields. You have to make the land fertile again. Or if it's like, well, we've hit the battle and then we've hit the battleground and now we're in siege mode. You got to prepare. You're going to have to cut down trees. You're going to have to gather what crops were not burned uh, in the in the fleeing of your enemies. Got to put a piece of kale in your helm and uh, <laughs> you know save it for later because the famine is coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of like the, the overarching image that I saw of the 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 knights. Um, do you tell me what stories do you see? So I'm going to take a look at the Thoth tech a little more, but yeah, by all means. Um, yeah, working in Tipperith, we are working in we've uh, source. Oh, sorry, the magician and I have talked about the uh, Tipperith kind of being that union point of man and God. It mm. is the sun. It is beauty. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's the sixth sphere. It is the one direct path to the crown, and then direct path to the kingdom. It's in the center. Yeah, it's right in the goddamn middle. Right in the middle. So, with the princess or the knave mm. in the kingdom, we, as the knight or the prince, are looking for our bride. Mm. So we're kind of in this, you know, the the groom to the bride idea. Oh. So it's very active, very forward, very much seeking that which it needs to create its own kingdom, to be the king and queen, to be beyond transitioning to that next stage. To that next stage. So that there is all of that involved. Um, all of these knights, or sorry, all of these prince, huh, all of these princes gotcha. here in the Thoth deck are all riding a chariot. Yeah. So there's a lot of motion, a lot of translation, a lot of going forward. Now, each of the animals on the chariot here, if we go back to the wheel tarot card or the world, hmm. we had the. Yeah, we had the, we had the animals, the lion, the eagle, the ox, and the and man, and man. So we did have the elements of fire, perfected fire, perfected water, water. perfected air, and perfected earth mm. there. 
So this also has the idea of the chariot card itself. The chariot being the Merkaba, the like the thing, the throne that God sits on, guarded by these elemental creatures. And each of these are a separate part of it. So we have this drive within us to control these elements and move forward. And I think here's the what's well, we finally got to the keys to the car. Yeah. And we're finally allowed to try and drive around. And what did we use it for? To pick up fun. So Pick up fun. So is it a Prince of Wands to drive as fast as you can? It could be. Is it a Prince of Cups to drive carefully and thoughtfully while being mindful of others? Mm-hmm. Is it a Prince of Swords? Which to be Carmageddon. Carmageddon. <laughs> and then the Prince of Discs. You got out of jail and yeah. you realized. <laughs> or, yeah, I, I, I need to do Uber to get some money. Indeed. <laughs> or to pick so, up grandma. So there could be that element. <laughs> but I find it in a sense that all of these princes are striving for something. They're trying to find their princess. They're trying to find their knave. Yeah. There's, and there's movement. bring them up and continue forward. I like it. I like it. Yeah, the I think the chariot reference and, you know, our podcast on the chariot, which you can find on our website, um, you know, we, we definitely talk about how in the original chariot it's it's two opposite forces that are somehow being reined in such balance that you can go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a single energy that's being blast in one direction or the other. And again, looking at it with the air of blank, mm-hmm. we, are, we are taking a very... Not necessarily logical, but a very more intellectual uh, look at all of these elements. So assessing the fire, feeding it, could be bad, could be wrong. Mm. Water of fire, subduing it or putting it out completely. Mm. Air of air, sorry, sorry, water of air, you know, bubbly (laughs) and such. Wow, wow, which is brew. Podcast ruined. Anyway, water of air, you know bubbling it and, and, and feeding it in a way. And there's mm. there's air already in the water. How do we look at our emotions? Mm. Air of air. Are we too critical? And then earth of air. Very much grounding ourselves into what it is to be alive. What it is to strive for something. Mm. Yeah, the, the knights are, in general, at least how we've described them up until this point, I think generally a positive card. They're more active than the princesses or knaves. Yeah, and they typically, at least it came up in my research, is they're almost always a trustworthy person. Except when, uh, there's always the flip side to it. Yeah, With yeah, all yeah. of them. But I think there's more of an extreme with the, the, the page or the, sorry, well, the prince or the knight is not as tempered as a king. Hmm. So it's always... Well, we'll find that as we continue on the path, for sure. It's definitely going to mature. So with that, that untemperedness, I think, trustworthy, yes, to a fault, but also once flipped. Yeah, lots of uh, hasty action. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, quick action, particularly in the, the air of fire with the Knight of Wands. Uh, lots of risk-taking and just, like, go-with-your-gut kind mm. of stuff. Whereas you know, Knight of Chalice has more of um, you know more of a introspective, like just thinking. I see it's like if these are all princes, it's like we have the impetuous prince who's just like we must charge now, father. Yeah. And then we have you know kind of the 
the person who is, you know, whispering in the ear of their father, like, Father, have you not considered... But a little too emotional. So, but they've done this against us. How dare they? I think the whispering might be with the Prince of Swords. Really? But then again, that whisper is, is very drawn out. Very well, very well thought out. Mm. Well thought out in their own mind. Internal yeah. logic. Yeah, I saw the, the Knight of Swords as like, I'm on the field of battle next to my father. Or mm. in my father's place. Yep. And the Knight of Pentacles is, I will oversee the fields, if not work them myself. Yes. Kind of. Even though, whereas we see more actual action and material on this half with the swords and the pentacles, that's the more in, the more intellectual... No. What? <laughs> the more oh. practical side. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we are, we are definitely getting more dense and more manifest when we move down the line. Um, I guess the Prince of Discs is easier to identify with because it is a material kind of thing. Yeah. Um... Again, that material, looking at the sphere of Tifereth, it's easy to associate it with the the physical body. It is not. I think here, again, with the coming-of-age idea, up until that point, it was just the body, and we were doing things. Yeah. But then when we become a teenager, we're like, oh, well, we love the body, but also we're thinking about darker, deeper thoughts. Mm, pits of hell, we got those thoughts down here for you. <laughs> so thinking about those things, how do we reconcile that? How do we move forward, and how do we grow up? And I think the prince does quite identify those points of growing up, making the choice, making the right choice, yeah. but in a segmented way with, with the elements. Struggling with the conflict within. Mm-hmm. And how do they deal with that? So let's let's bust out some keywords then. So taking with the Prince of Wands, unless there's uh, numerological elements you'd like to go into? Um, no, numerological elements, I've it's all good. That's fine. For now, I they technically don't even have a number. Well, they're in the sphere of six. I see podcast six for the numerological reference. But um, I mean, we've been talking about keywords the whole time. I'd be interested in wondering: uh, Do you have any keywords that you'd like to share? No, you're right. Pretty much, uh, it's either good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. So we have you know fire and passions, or getting burned emotions and an intuitiveness and you know the subconscious or getting waterlogged mm. um air intellect wonderful cutting yourself too much <laughs> um <laughs> oh my goodness practicality wealth finance covety things or being buried within your own covety nature so the knights come up in a reading mm-hmm. what does it mean to you uh, when the knights come up, they actually don't really come up too often for me personally. Really? Or your queerance? Or well, when the when they come up for my queerance, it is kind of a stepping stone. And and with the knights in particular, or the princes in particular, it's most certainly a person in their life. Yeah, I typically make a similar judgment, especially with the face cards. It's very easy to do so because they are the ones with faces. <laughs> but most certainly, it is a person in their life, and it is the. The reason that they're drawn to them. So if, let's, for instance, say the Prince of Wands show up, it is this very Some guy with the leather jacket. And, and, and the idea. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the snippy snappy. And is the back and forth. But, you know, very fiery. But could be put out in any instant. Yeah. Do they do they latch on to that? Um, when the Prince of Cups shows up, it's very kind of loquacious speaker and very, mm. you know, in touch with their emotions. But is that real? 
or is it not? Like, they looking for growth in that sense. Prince of Swords, definitely someone you can combat intellectually and debate with. Maybe that's a good thing. It's a good thing, but then it comes to a point of, like, are they doing it just to debate, or are they doing it to learn? Yeah, or are they trying to hurt you? <laughs> Indeed. And then with the Prince of Discs, again, someone who seems to have their shit together, but is still missing something. So I think the missing something part is the takeaway from all of the princes. They are, or all of the knights, they are definitely representative of their element, definitely representative of the ideas associated with it, but there is still a certain lacking that mm. needs to be balanced. Yeah, kind of like the princesses and knaves uh, and pages, they were kind of like the seed has sprouted and there's so much potential. And now we have a, like a plant that's growing, but it has yet to bear proper fruits and that fruit is going to only be born by something else coming in nurturing it which is coming up soon and that's what the prince i think represents it's the prince holding the frog being like do i kiss it or not (laughs) (laughs) as weird as that story is but kiss frogs in your spare time you never know or you know lick them in the desert the princess holding the frog being like "Ah, is it really going to turn into what i want who knows um as for me uh, I get face cards a lot. Wow. I do. And I just, I, again, I'm learning through our casts mm-hmm. as much as um, through my own studies, which I do for the cast. And <laughs> uh, yeah, after kind of having this conversation today, I think I, I always typically put them to people. Put them to people, and I have general ideas about the elements and just know, well, it's not like the... Not a page, but maybe it's a little bit more than a page, but it's not quite a queen. You know? So it's, it's such a rudimentary, but I think the the story of the the angsty teen figuring it out. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, and I think with, with us a little bit too, we are kind of in the Prince of Sword idea. Uh, mentioning he's got a sword in his hand, and he's also got a sickle. Mm. The sword, we have our wit and we have our intellect, so we're kind of creating things, we're sculpting. And the sickle is for what? Cutting the wheat. Reaping. Yeah. So we are creating and destroying simultaneously. We create an idea and then we cut it down. Mm-hmm. And a battle there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I I generally like them. I, I think that the, the knights are good cards. I really like them. But they, like you said before, they definitely each have their own pitfalls. And I think it's a transitory state. It's fun to be moving. Mm. It's always good to grow, but it's progress of a sort. To be to be stuck on that, to be stuck on that lacking a state of arrested development. Indeed. Mm. So, any final words or other things that you'd like to talk about the Knigets? <laughs> Or yes, indeed. Prin- they s- princess. They smell of elderberries. Um, <laughs> no, the, the princes are... I think, uh, going with the idea of air, they are just basically our intellectual observation of the elements at hand. Mm. They are us looking at the... Not necessarily unmatured, not necessarily immature, but looking at the... Our understanding of our emotions, of our passions, of our intellect, and of our body. Mm. And how do we use that? How do we use our energy body? How do we use our emotional body? How do we use our intellectual body? 
do we use our mind and how do we yeah. use our physical body coming to terms with that and coming to terms with that and that transition that moving forward like the chariot was in control of all of the elements and moving forward here each of these princes only has one segment of it yeah and they're in control of that but I mean, they are very loosely holding on to any of these reins. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of like, like, a couple of them are grabbing tight, but like, the Prince of Wands is just like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> you know, it's like, Lion, take the wheel. I'm going. It's the, I've done all the simulations, I've done all the practice battles. <laughs> That's right. And then some dude comes with an axe and doesn't swing left when <laughs> everyone else did. Yeah. What do I do? That's right. And so it's, luckily for, you know, Pliskin. Pliskin <laughs> saves us. So I think a lot of... A lot of simulations. Sorry. I think a lot of this are just... <laughs> the princes are very much about growth. Mm. Being the person you want to be, finding your counterpart, whatever that may be, yeah. becoming something more. Yeah. And that's what Tibereth is all about. Finding the beauty in all things. And... There's one thing that I would like to see become reality. And that thing is, when I look into the sky, I will see... Five stars. Five stars. Wow. And those five stars will be found. Easily. If you just scroll your mouse over. They light them up for you. On iTunes, on Stitcher. On Podchaser? On Podchaser. <laughs> on Amazon.com. Not there yet. Wish.com. As we wish upon the five stars that are present, dear listeners, please rate and review us. Uh, Send us hate mail. Send us love mail. Just send us anything. Neutral mail. Totally cool. If it even just says K. Like, okay. (laughs) Got it. We will read it on air. (laughs) We almost read a message from... We received a message from someone from Podchaser. We're pretty sure, maybe, or just trying to be careful, asking for our identities. But no identities are used in the pit of hell. Hmm. There are no identities, there are no names. Only suffering. And you can suffer with us. Suffering with us entails, you know, communicating with us. And that can be done by... Email, which you can reach us at... The letter S, the letter M. Podcast. The letter S, the letter M. At... Gmail. Dot. Com. Yes. Also our website, www.sorcerermagician.wordpress.com. And we are all available on Stitcher and iTunes and Podchaser, the aforementioned NSA agent that watches us. Or potentially <laughs> nice lady. Or potentially who just nice lady who to... sent us a nice email. Yeah, we'll find out soon enough. They sent the message in May. And it is now a time undisclosed. <laughs> it's July. Ah. Almost August. If you paid attention with the Prince of Wands talk, you would know. That's right. Look it up, kids. Anyway. Get your triangles in the proper order, sorcerer. Don't say that. Why not? It's wonderful. Our authority is a construct. Can you agree? Curse the inevitable betrayal.